Hi, my name's Julie Mack and this is the 5-Minute Advocate. After the job summit and the Albanese government's commitment to the Uluru Statement of the Heart, there's a real sense in which the nation is finally moving forward, like the handbrake is off and we're now, well, in first gear. And these things are not the usual kind of vapid, once-over-lightly claptrap that's been masquerading as public policy over the last decade. These things are substantive and they are nation-building. And I really wanted to acknowledge the good things that are happening before, of course, turning to the elephant in the room. That elephant is our ongoingly cruel, illegal and unsustainable abuse of those who come to Australia seeking protection. The Albanese government has made it very clear that while they will get rid of the um, temporary protection visa and move people on to permanent protection, nothing else is going to change about this policy. And I'd argue that more than almost any other policy, this has shaped our nation for the worst. And it is clear that both major parties are now totally hostage to the policy. It will live whether they want it to or not. But really, it must end if we're ever going to become a nation we can all be proud of. So the question becomes, how do we get rid of a policy that is now in possession of both major parties? I reckon we start with the truth of it. Last April, Australian Lawyers for Human Rights hosted a panel seeking to examine the case for a Royal Commission to investigate the practices of successive Australian governments in relation to the treatment of people seeking asylum. Professor Gillian Triggs, President of the Human Rights Commission, spoke about the key findings and recommendations of the Commission's Forgotten Children report that she was an author of and the current situation concerning immigration detention. She made a really strong case for a Royal Commission as a means to provide transparency. Look, there are three reasons, compelling reasons, why a Royal Commission into Australia's privatised detention regime is necessary and needed urgently. The first is transparency. These centres have been in private administration since 1997 due to commercial, in, sorry, due to confidential commercial in confidence contracting requirements. Try and say that quickly. It's not possible to have a clear and transparent way of knowing how much we, the taxpayer, are paying for this policy or how the contracted companies have fulfilled their obligations. And believe me, the costs are off the charts. For instance, 2021, the annual cost per person to the Australian government, or us, of detaining or processing asylum seekers and refugees was $3.4 million per person uh, held on Nauru or PNG, Three hundred and sixty-two thousand uh, to hold someone in detention in Australia, and four thousand four hundred and twenty-nine dollars for an asylum seeker to live in the community on a bridging visa while their claim is processed. Ridiculous, right? Without the powers of a royal commission, it's not possible to access the incident reports that detail the treatment of those held in detention. And despite occasional drops, such as the great uh, Nauru files by the Guardian. These centres remain almost black sites to lawyers, media and civil society. Um, a Royal Commission would have the power to protect the very vulnerable uh, people, the asylum seekers and refugees who would be asked to give evidence. Without these protections, such vital witnesses risk retaliation both within Australia and for their families in their country of origin. And finally, the privatised structure provides plausible de deniability to the Commonwealth Government, but that same deniability ensures little accountability when people die, when they're injured, when they're raped, as has been documented in a number of inquiries. 
Then there's a question of integrity within government. For the last two decades, this policy has brought Australia's international reputation into disrepute. More than any policy, it has played a critical role in transforming the political calculus and national debate. So much so that we're now at the point where, despite its cruelty and extravagance, neither of the major parties can change the policy. And while the policy continues to be seen as having a social licence to operate, it will quite simply never change. And we saw that in 2007 when Kevin Rudd was elected. Everyone thought, beauty, that's the end of that. And within three years, uh, the Rudd-Gillard government were working out how to reopen the camps. They did so. They refilled them in even more brutal fashion than previously. We believe a Royal Commission could reveal the truth of this policy and revealing that truth, it would undermine the policy and create you know, I guess an appetite to remove the legislation that underpins the regime. Finally, Australia's been leading the international community in the development of practices that externalise border management. The UK, Israel, the US, a number of European countries are adopting these practices. Without exposing the reality of life within this regime, the cost, both financial, humane and reputational, there's no reason to believe this policy will not continue to inform international practice. Australia's policy is eroding hard-won treaty obligations and we cannot allow that to continue without first revealing the true cost of the policy in lives damaged, exorbitant costs and a more brutal political calculus. We really need a Royal Commission today.